Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Carriker and Smallman. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors. Great floors for every home. With locations in Crestwood, Manchester, Overland, and St. Peter's. And online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Character and Smallman on 101 ESPN. Michelle, the very first person that I personally knew that contracted COVID was our current guest, John Kelly, who's with us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And the Blues dealing with COVID now. JK, good morning. How you doing? Is that what I'm famous for, Randy, in your eyes? <laughs> no, you, you're famous for being the best at your craft. But I, I wanted to go here because I, I want to know if you're amazed that we're still dealing with this all these months later. Well, I think we all are, and it's the unknown, and who knows how long we're going to be dealing with this, right? I, I, what do they call it now, an endemic, right? You know, as bad as it might sound. But, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked that. You know, David Perron, for instance, is now in COVID protocol. And, of course, last May he, he tested positive, what was it, the day before game one against Colorado and missed the entire series. So, uh, you know, I thought that once all these guys would get COVID, then we're sort of out of the woods. And, and now it seems like perhaps some players are getting it again. And that's just the way the world is right now. And, you know, everybody is dealing with this, obviously. It's, not, it's obviously not just athletes. So, you know, uh, the, the good thing is the Blues are a deep team. They've survived all of the uh, the COVID so far, basically, and the injuries. And, and right now they're sitting in a good position. So I just think, you know, as I said the other day or last week to you guys, it's going to be an ongoing thing, I think, the rest of the season into the playoffs, just trying to deal with this and, and you know, get by and win games. Yeah, John, we were trying to find some silver linings earlier in the show from this Blues COVID situation, and we mentioned that seemingly everyone on the team, except for a few guys now, have tested positive. And if you're the Blues, you're, I guess the silver lining is that you're dealing with it now and not the playoffs. Yeah, exactly, although we just don't know, Michelle. And, you know, I do know for a fact that once a player does test positive, he doesn't have to get tested for three months. So, for instance, Justin Falk, he tested in early December – positive um, down in Tampa. Remember, the Blues were going on the ice, and he tested. So, you know, for December, January, February, Falk does not have to get tested. So there's no way that he can test positive again, at least for three months. So I guess that's, you know, one good sign. I mean, you know, hopefully that it doesn't come back again to any of these players or, or anyone, for that matter, obviously. But, you know, it it it's just the unknown at this point. Um, but, again, you know, you pick up um, your phone and read on Twitter – um, every day and, and, you know, go on NHL Network. And every day there, it seems like there are, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine players around the league that are added to the COVID protocol list. So 
it's it's just an ongoing issue with this league. John Kelly, the Seattle Kraken off to a rough start in their existence, 10 21 and 4. But that being said, I look at their roster, and even with Jaden Schwartz out, who, by the way, was leading them in assists when he suffered his broken hand, they've got players that have done good things in the past in the NHL. They're struggling between the pipes, but they aren't a walkover, are they? No, and I watched their game last night. They played in Dallas, they lost 5 2, and it was a tight game. Uh, you know, they gave up some really easy goals to Joe Pavelski. He had a couple of goals last night and, and two helpers. Um, but basically, the shot totals were pretty even for the game. And, and you know, they work hard and skate well. Um, a guy like Jordan Eberle right now leads the team with 12 goals, a former first-rounder by Edmonton, who, of course, has moved around, spent some time with the Islanders. You know, he's a good player. Jared McCann, a, a former uh, Vancouver Canuck, is having a good year with 15 goals. Yanni Gord, of course, a two-time cup winner in Tampa Bay. So th- they have some skill and speed up front. And, you know, I, I don't mind their team. The bottom line is, though, I think they expected more from Philip Grubauer, mm-hmm. the former Avalanche goalie, Randy. And, you know, his numbers are not great. And Drieger, the backup, who we might see tonight. So, you know, obviously for an expansion team, that's the challenge to me. And that's what made Vegas so good is they got Marc-Andre Fleury from Pittsburgh. And he was the backbone of that team going to the Stanley Cup final. Um, So defensively, uh, you know, Seattle has not been as good as they needed to be. But obviously, it's not a surprise considering they are an expansion team. John, Tyler Bozak is set to appear in his 200th game as a blue tonight, which is hard to believe. But since he's come over in 2019, it's been 200 games as a blue for Bozy. And when we think about important pieces of this team, there's a couple guys that we would list off before Tyler Bozak. But when you think about what he's brought to this Blues team during his tenure wearing the note, he has been a really important component to this team's success. Yeah, exactly, Michelle. It's a good point. I mean, you know, we always tend to look at the guys that, you know, with the flair and the goal scoring and the speed, the Kairos and the O'Reillys and the Shans, and the list goes on and on. But the the fact is what what made the Blues so good and so effective in, in their cup year was their depth. And, you know, what he did with, with Robert Thomas and Pat Maroon on that third line was was amazing. And, you know, obviously I don't need to tell you he won the faceoff uh, on the key goal, the winning goal in, in double overtime um, against Dallas when Maroon scored on the rebound. So he's been a very effective player, and you've got to have guys that, that do their job and win faceoffs and, and play good defensive hockey. You know, his role isn't quite as big as it was a couple of years ago, but that's just sort of the evolution of, of a team and, and hockey players. But he's still a very valuable part, and, and players like him, I think, become more valuable late in the season and into the Stanley Cup playoffs when, you know, you have to rely more on the veterans and the leadership and things like that. And he does a lot of little things really well. So it was a really good signing by Doug Armstrong. Many, one of many, by the way, that he's, he's accomplished in his tenure. He's done a great job. John, who do you think has a skill set with Colton Pareko out? Not to do what he does, but at least to, to fill some of those minutes. And that's like overall PK. Uh, he, he's such a key part and, and playing in the back end. Is there a guy that you think steps up and and can be not that guy, but reasonably replace him? Well, you know, it's sort of hard to say, Randy. I don't think that you're going to ha- have one guy come in and say sort of do what he does, uh, because as you said, he leads the team in ice time. And, he, you know, he's he's a great skater and, you know, gr- very good in his own zone. It looked like at yesterday's practice they had Falk up with Mikola, and that would you know appear to be the top pairing. And then 
Um, perhaps moving Scandella up on the second pairing with, with Tory Krug, we'll see what, what does develop. You know, Prunovich was not on the ice yesterday. He apparently is still in COVID protocol. But, you know, I think it's just like everything else, Randy, this year with the team. When you put players in the lineup, regardless if it's Dakota Joshua or, or Nathan Walker or whomever, they, they have to do what they can do. They can't try to do something out of their comfort zone and or, or above their abilities because then you get in trouble. So I just think they have to sort of just keep on doing what they've been doing is, is play within your, your capabilities and do your job and not try to do somebody else's job and, or, or do, you know, do something you're not capable of. And I'm glad it's only, it's funny that we say this, only COVID and that he's going to be out a short time because, John, when, when we look back at history, you can win a Stanley Cup with lesser groups of forwards, not guys that you aren't going to have an MVP on. You aren't going to win a Stanley Cup unless you have a really top-shelf, number-one-type defenseman. Yeah, I, I think you'd have to be hard-pressed to ever find a team that's won a cup without a, without a top defenseman. And, you know, to me, the main reason the Blues won the cup in 19 was their defensive group. And obviously, Bennington came in and came out of nowhere, really, and was amazing, and their depth up front was great. Uh, but to me, the number one reason was, you know, the seven defensemen that they went to war with and battled with every night in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So, um, you know, I think the biggest surprise to me on the back end is Mikola. And I thought he was a good young player, but he, he's growing exponentially every month and he's becoming a really big part of this team. And they needed a guy like him, a big guy, skater, who, who's mean. He got in Crosby's grill last week, as we know. So I think that's really, um, I think it's opened some eyes in the back end that, that Mikola has come in. And I think he's really solidified himself a spot in the top six for this team. That's great. John Kelly, always good to hear your voice. Uh, we will hear you on Bally Sports. Are, are you guys on tonight? Or is your, you're, you're on tonight, no, right? On. Yeah. We, we are. We will be there. That's what we like to hear. We knew, uh, I'm always confused now between ESPN Plus and TNT, but I'm glad that Bally has it tonight. We'll be tuned in tonight. Thank you, sir. Okay, thanks, guys. Appreciate See- it.